We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Uh, great to be with you off and rolling this Wednesday morning. Well, another year, another injury. Joel Embiid injured in Golden State last night. Sixers lose. But the big story on Action News, Joel goes down. MRI pending. And a lot to get here to today related to the Sixers and Embiid and what it means and where they go from here and whether they messed up and the whole deal. Look, a lot to do. Plus the Eagles, a lot of stuff there. Phil's as well. Ruben Amaro will be with us for an extended portion of today's show. Carter Hart officially charged in Canada, so a lot to do and all of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. A good-looking, and James, don't cut this audio, a good-looking, clean hair, not shaven, but John Ritchie, my man. <laughs> God bless you, pal. How are you, dude? Hey, Joe. You lost like a pound yesterday of hair. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. It's I'm exactly the same in every other way, like just exactly the same. I feel completely different. I well, do feel like people look at you differently. They do. Like people disrespect you if you have long hair. Well, you were unkempt. It's the truth. <laughs> you were like unkempt. People, people wait on you later. Like I, like I first noticed this when I had a mullet, when I cut a mullet mm-hmm. in 2005, yeah. and I could hear people whispering behind my back. Yeah. As I walk by them on the sidewalk, it affects the way they view you, the way they treat you, the way your hair looks. And I knew that people going are in. harassed, you're saying? They are. Yeah. They are. You know what uh, I think, John? John's stereotyping people that stereotype too. Yep. That's what I think's happened. All right, John, oh, what do you got? That's a good here? point. The earliest evidence of humans eating oatmeal dates back more than 30,000 years, according to Britannica. 30,000 years ago, they were eating oatmeal. James, what do I say to that? It tastes like it's 30,000 No, you years say, old. how do they know? Yeah, how do they know? How do they know? <laughs> fossil record, the camera. Fossil this. You know how fossil th- this. It's very clear. Like, you could find pieces of oatmeal that were preserved somehow. Yeah, if that, if that part of science was, was actually true. But, you know. <laughs> that All part right. of science is untrue <laughs> in your know. world? All right, let's get to it here. So, Joel uh, gets injured last night. Uh, for those that don't know, he had been laboring through the game and then fairly late in the game, uh, a game, by the way, Sixers lost to Golden State. Uh, dude falls on him. Kaminga falls on him, and Joel's knee gets hurt. He, By the way, let's let's listen to Nick Nurse before we go any further because there's a lot, and we'll get to audio of Nick Nurse through the show, but let's just get to his report on Joel, uh, you know, right after the game. Do you have anything you can share with us on Joel and his, his knee right now? Yeah, so um... – he uh, obviously got landed on, uh, so they're going to do an MRI tonight or tomorrow. Um, it's kind of unrelated to what's been bothering him. 
Um, so we just wait on that. So obviously we all wait for the, you know, the verdict on, on that front. And look, we want to hear from you at 215-592-9494. You know, the incredible thing is the Sixers really were, in my opinion, they were just about to take center stage. I mean, they like the Eagles, even though the Eagles ended about two weeks ago, the Eagles have dominated focus in recent weeks because it's like, who's the coach? Who's going to be the coach? Is Sirianni the coach? Is someone else the coach? Who are the coordinators? Like that, and 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 rightfully so. I mean, to hire a coach or retain a coach or hire these other coaches—that's a big freaking deal. And and the dust had finally just settled on that. And so you know, this was the team that more than any other, for a period of time, was about to take center stage. So it's a tremendous gut punch. Because, you know, we need the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers, you know, closer to winning a championship than the Eagles. And sure, the Phillies could, but that's, you know, a season that starts in two months and you don't get to October baseball for another nine months or eight months or whatever the heck it is. So we we were, and look, the Flyers have a shot, but, you know, it's kind of a mess right now. So the, the Sixers were just about to take center stage. Now, Let's deal with the reality of Embiid last night. And, again, you can weigh in on all this at 215-592-9494. He had missed a few games in a row prior to playing last night. He had been criticized heavily for not having played the last couple games, particularly the Jokic game. There was a lot of talk upon his return last night. It may be a play to try to, you know, keep alive the MVP possibility. We all know you got to play 65 games in order to be MVP. We also know it may have been a play last night in order to avoid more criticism. And we know he was laboring throughout the game prior to the injury, all of which sets up a lot of conversation about whether the Sixers completely screwed it up. John Ritchie, talk to me. Everyone yeah. at 215-592-9494, where do you stand? I think that Nick Nurse completely screwed it up last night. I was, uh, man, I was amazed that Joel was pushing through. Uh, you got to protect him. From himself. I We know. It, it was awful to watch what happened last night. We all know how much scrutiny Joel's been under this week. Yeah. I watched Kendrick Perkins on Monday conjure up some Serbian word that means coward or something, and he's calling Joel that on national TV. Which yeah. was out of line, People, by the way. I, look, yeah, everyone's calling him out for this situation that looked terrible. So were we wrong? I'm positive were we that wrong? he did not want it yeah. to look the way that it looked. I'm pot like he wants to match up against Joker. He is he is comparing his game to the Joker. Like you can see him trying to manipulate his game more like the Joker's. Like that's great. He respects him. He wants to play him. I believe that about Joel. But last night he was forced into a position where he uh put himself in harm's way for our sake. For the sake of everyone who's out there, you know, screaming at him that he's a coward and Serbian. And I think it's a shame. I he he looked good at the start of the game. Then he sat when he when he came back into the game, you know, after it cooled down a little bit, you could see he was laboring. You could see he's wincing. He's staying down on the ground. And then that when that culminated for me, there's a video that was posted at around like 11.01 um, p.m. when the knee gave out. It was a weird play. It was he, a really weird moment. He, in the was, game. he gathered himself yeah, to jump. To launch. Yeah. And 
that nothing happened. It was like a misfire. His body gave out. It caused him to bail on the attempt to leave the ground. It looked terrifying to me as a Joel Embiid fan that, that this was it. You know, the, my immediate gut response was, holy cow, throw the towel. Like, that towel needs to land right, now. Right. There's no debating. And that's about, an, and it's, it's about an hour before he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was the final straw. And then he's back in. He's back in. Nick Nurse needed to take over. And, and start making those tough coaching choices. Hey, Joel, I know you worked hard to be up for this game. I know there's all these pressures from the outside, but it's no longer smart for you to be out there. The way you're moving, I'm worried about you overcompensating and hurting yourself worse. So, so you know, John, here's the thing. I'm not surprised to hear you say that. Most people are saying that. I mean, for everyone that listened to John's show in, in recent hours, he was saying that. Callers were saying that. And look, we'll hear from you at 215-592-9494, where you come down on this. In addition to everything we're going to get to with the Eagles and, and the Phils and, and, and Carter Hart situation. I, I will tell you this. I, I think what you're saying is, is sort of almost the easy thing to say. It's the easy bite of the apple. I'm not sure it's the right bite. I mean, l- let me just present two points to you. First off, I believe it's good for Joel to learn to learn how to push through injury. Effectively. I mean, he essentially needs to learn that, in my opinion, for the Sixers to be able to win in April, May, and June, because there's almost no scenario where he's not going to get hurt to some extent, dinged up, if you will, in April, May, or June, two months of a postseason, and I need the big guy to learn how to do it, manage it, and still retain enough effectiveness to give the 76ers a chance to win a championship. There and is something to that. There is something to that. I believe it is a skill that you right? can get better at. And, and I wonder, the ability to adapt your right. game to compensate yes. for injury and that sort of thing. 100%. He's not good at it. And look, we, we, know, we saw Nick Nurse in a series against the Sixers in 2019 when he was coaching the Raptors. And the Sixers lost that series in large part because they lost game four, in large part because Joel didn't answer the bell that day. Sixers had a two games to one lead. I mean, Joel had a masterful game three, and all of a sudden, and I believe it was a Sunday afternoon, I could be wrong, all of a sudden in game four, like, Joel couldn't answer the bell. He played, but he stunk. And, you know, I wonder how much Nick Nurse has seen all this over these last bunch of years from afar and said, or in that case, up close, as the opposing coach, and said, man, if I get my chance with Joel, you know, I got to teach Joel, I got to guide Joel on how to manage these moments, and that includes sometimes playing through. So I start with with that point as 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 a point. I think there's I think there's something to that. Like yes, I agree. He needs to get better right. at playing through injury. You just think this is the wrong instance. at managing it. But uh, look, it, when when I saw that moment, I know it was very clear that I his know. body was no. It was past the point of hey, you can push through this. Yeah. Well, so all right. So that you know Nick Nurse point and Joel. Okay, that's one thought. Another thing is, and Nick Nurse was very clear after the game. Whether you, you know, like it or not, the Sixers medical staff did clear Joel before the game, and according to Nick Nurse, continue to clear him during the game. So y- you got that reality. Now, look, it's a now they might have messed up. They might have messed up. Now, let me get to the third point. Third point is a big one. Joel got landed on by a big old Warriors player. It's a different injury. It's, you know, what they call bad luck. I mean, you know, I remember LeBron James like three or four years ago getting landed on a guy. It might have been two or three years ago. 
and it injured his ankle, and he was he was never the same the rest of the regular season. But like, should LeBron James have not played in that game? Like a guy just fell on him and it injured his ankle. I mean, Joel Embiid got look. The Sixers were down, I believe, it was fourteen points at that moment, fourth quarter, about four and a half minutes to go. I mean, I know a lot of people are going to say, "Man, the Sixers messed up." I I don't I don't see it that way. I I really don't. But look, we'll hear from you two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I mean. John, it is a different injury. It is bad luck. I mean, mm-hmm. you talk all the time about football players. You got to push through. You got. I mean, mm-hmm. he, and then it's a different. It's a different hit. It's a different spot. So the, yes, the, the, but but I but you could see that Joel was laboring past the point where it was even productive it was for odd. him to be out there in the yeah. first quarter. The second quarter, he's wincing. He's falling on the ground and staying down and looking bad and injured. Not hurt, injured. Yeah. Look, 215-592-9494, where you stand on, on all this with Joel. Not to mention the Sixers in a, in a bigger uh, conversation. Meaning, you know, what do you make of it now? You know, is this just same old, same old with the Sixers? I mean, listen, hopefully he, he misses just, a you know, a couple games, a couple weeks, and, and you get him back for the postseason. And chances are, if I had to guess, you probably will. Um, and, and you can still do your postseason thing. I just happen to think they're not good enough even if they have a healthy Embiid in the postseason, but of course now you enter the conversation of does does this change their 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 equation for the trade deadline? Like all of that stuff on the table. Where I do you still stand? have a lot? I, I find a lot of encouragement in what they've done and where they're headed. I don't feel like this is a roadblock for the season. Well, the good news is when they have Embiid and Maxi, they're pretty good. The bad news is pretty good doesn't typically win you a title. Elite wins you a title, and I don't think they're elite. Where do you stand, Jared Cameron, John Ritchie? We'll get into what Nick Nurse said after the game, plus your chance today to win Flyers tickets. That and more, your phone calls. 215, did the Sixers mess up? 215-592-9494. Can you believe that tomorrow's February? I noticed that my heating bills are gigantic right now. I'm sure other people are also noticing the drafts coming through their old windows. It's time for new windows. So talk to my friends at Window Nation. And you know, John, replacing those old windows with quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation is easier and a lot more affordable than you think. Window Nation is offering a special now through today. Replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. Window Nation's giving you 50% off all window styles, too. On their professional installation, John, it means your windows will fit right. I know this firsthand. They've done several jobs for me over the past decade. You're not going to have to worry about leaky old windows and those cold drafts letting the heat out. After you get new windows, you're going to notice your heating bills will get lower. But act quickly. This offer ends today with zero interest for five years. Why not give Window Nation a call? Offer ends today. Call 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, there's a lot going on here, as you can tell. We got Joel, we got Carter Hart. I can't believe this is already the last day of January. Your reaction to it all, including the Eagles and Belichick, we'll get to it all. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494, plus more of what Nick Nurse said after the game about Joel. The thought process before the game, the thought process during the game, and their assessment of the situation after the game, that's all up ahead. Let's get to Mike right now in Horsham. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. What's up, Mike? Oh, Mike just. Oh, no. That. that was a rough start. And with that, he's out. Like like Kaiser Sozak. And like that, he's gone. Philly Two- sports in a nutshell about, right there. How about that? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. By the way, when you call in today, you've got a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to see the NHL Stadium Series it's going to be the Flyers and the Devils, February 17th, at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The Jonas Brothers headlining a pregame concert, obviously an outdoor game. These are always super cool. It's a great prize to give away. For tickets to this, you can visit NHL.com slash stadium for uh, stadium series tickets. Now, here's the deal. Um, John, it's back on this date in 1990. Uh, McDonald's makes its way to, you know, the Soviet Union, which always to me felt like a very, very strange um, fit. I mean, McDonald's, the Big Mac in the Soviet Union, very, very odd. Look, here's the deal. When everyone calls in today to talk about all these topics at 215-592-9494, I also want you to take a bite out of this question. What didn't fit? What, Like, the Soviet Union and the Big Mac, I, I don't know. I mean, it just it just seemed really, really weird. What what didn't fit? Like, Joel and being in the playoffs, they don't fit. I want them to fit. They don't fit. Seven years, six years, eight years, ten years, twelve years, two years, whatever the heck it was, whatever it's going to be, never seems to fit. All right, John, when you think of something and everyone at 215-592-9494, the best answer by the end of the show, whoever provides the best answer for who didn't fit, what didn't fit, whoever gives the best answer is going to win. And this is a great prize, the four tickets, Flyers and Devils, outdoor game in February. John, what do you got for something that didn't fit? This is something I've, I've never talked to you about. Okay. Uh, my cleats did not fit. Oh, the, the cleats that I wore uh, to when you play got football. No. The, oh. the, the, the cleats that I wore intentionally were a size and a half smaller what? than my shoes. Why? Why? Yeah, why? Because I believed I needed that snugness. <laughs> I needed to feel that connection between my, my body and the earth. That's weird. I needed what? those cleats to be tight. On my feet. And I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, super tight. Yeah, <laughs> I, wear, I wear a 14. I wear a 14. I wore a 12 and a half cleat. Oh, my gosh. Every year. All right, am I a bad guy for posing this question to John, which he may have never considered? John, do you ever consider when you tore your knee and blew it out oh, at the end of your no. career? It might have been your fault wow. for wearing the wrong cleat, like that I, way? It actually, yes, it was my fault. And I think I told you, I I knew heading in, oh, yeah. I needed to change my cleats. I was wearing rain turfs. But you're talking on different. Ford Field. You're talking about different. You I know, knew they were the wrong Different cleats. bottom of the cleat. I'm saying different sizes. Yeah, of the so show. I could be doubly yeah. accused. Who knows? You could have played for myself. 14 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Devin, who or what didn't fit? Best answer again wins the Stadium Series tickets. What do you got? 
I'm going to keep it close to home here. I'm going to say DeMarco Murray and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. We're going to get a, a lot of answers that are Philly sports-based with those kind of things. Seltzer, what do you got here? Harold Baines in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a good, I don't think that's better than Lyle Lovett with Julie Roberts, but hey, Harold Baines in the Hall of Fame is a good one as well. Rhea, what do you got for something that didn't fit? Jason Witten in a broadcast booth. Yep. That's another one. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of ways to go here. I want you to put those thinking caps on, boys and girls. What did not fit? Who did not fit? The very best answer by the end of the show is going to win the tickets to the stadium series. Let's get to the phones here. Let's get uh, back to Mike and Horsham. He's ready to go. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Hey, listen, uh, remember I called about uh, P.I. Dental? Yes, sir. I do remember that. Okay. Well, again, thank you very much. Um, they sent me a very nice thank you letter, and I couldn't believe it. Once you're with these people and they start taking care of you, you are part of their family. So I thought, hey, they're in a great mood. So I call them back, and I get a hold of Amy, and I request to buy your autographed picture. Oh, for the love of God, <laughs> Mike. Hey, yo, what an opportunity. So she tells me absolutely no way. <laughs> it, is, it is too wonderfully used as a PSA. So I said, yes, because do you remember how you autographed it? No. I mean, I lost it. Your smiling friend, Joe, to to camera. What did I say? You won't let it go. I said, just flush it. Just flush it. Your smiling friend. Oh, I thought you hated that phrase. You're making this up here, Mike. Now now I know this is phony baloney. And I like the humor, but you know, okay. Sir, I pivot and I say, (laughs) about John's picture. Can I get John's picture? They went crazy on me because it hangs in the nurse's lounge, and they won't let it go. Wow, look at this. <laughs> look, the nurses are digging Richie. So maybe it could be the spring of John if he can get uh, it before Washington. I like it there, Mike. All right, Mike, wow. what, do you, what do you got on the 76ers today, my man? Well, I uh, talked about the GM. I don't know if you guys caught me, but uh, if, this, if this is a serious injury, I want him to sit on the assets and sit on the money and wait till next year. Let's not panic. I agree with you on that. All right, Mike, give me an answer to something that did not fit. Uh, most of your shoes. <laughs> well, it might just be my shoe sizes were small. You know, he, he does bring up a point there about the trade deadline. I mean, look, I think we all know if Joel's going to be out for a long time, the Sixers won't go all in on a big trade. Because, like, if he's out, I, look, I don't think he's probably going to be. John, based on what you saw, would you do, do you think there's a chance he could be out the rest of the year based on what you saw? I mean, there's a chance, but I don't think. That's Unlikely, what we're right? looking at. I agree. Yeah, with you. I, I I feel like we could be looking at a couple weeks. I have no idea, but I I don't feel extremely worried that this is Joel's loss for the year. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Let's get to Patrick calling from Tabernacle. Hi, Patrick. Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? Doing all right, Patrick. John Richie, good work by you yesterday, man. Doing that haircut. Oh, thanks. Thank donating, you. donating a lot. Yeah, so it it very, feels very good cool. doing a nice thing for for. And, and and John Richie, I'm not. I'm, I'm very secure in saying that you're a handsome man underneath all that. <laughs> sure, it's just listen, the contrast. It was so bad. It looks kind of good now. Um, but listen, man, I'm I'm still kind of licking wounds with the Eagles. To be honest with you, I've been laying low yep. a little bit, and um, I'm just not. I'm not feeling what they're doing with their hires. Um, I don't care who Vic Fangio is. We we've been dealing. What do they call it with the the branches of his coaching tree is what we've had from what I understand. I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with, with this other guy. And I just, 
And why, Pat? Are you critical of them specifically, or are you just saying they can't fix a mess that predates them? Well, I would correct me if I'm wrong. Hold on. What, what You're not you... happy with the the hire of Kellen Moore either? No, like... no, no. I'm I'm just I, I can't. I'm, I'm just seeing the same thing. As well, far as, look, know, I he, I have worries, with... Patrick. I, I I'm not like it, it's not the type of hire where I'm like, man, this is a slam dunk. Kellen Moore is going to save the day, just like they're telling us he's going to save the day. Uh, okay. Kellen Moore has. Man, the one major flaw that is the the thing that sticks in my craw worse than anything else, he doesn't run the football. But then again, Andy Reid doesn't like to run the football historically, and he's turned into the greatest coach ever. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe maybe Kellen Moore can mold himself in that image. But Kellen Moore is a quarterback who likes to throw it, and that's going to be a lot better, and our blitz plan will be intact, and, and, and that'll be outstanding. But – Will we run the ball 20-plus times per game? That's the key. That's the way we're built. That's what we should be doing. And I have this deep-seated fear that we will forget half the time that that we're we're built a certain way. Well, Patrick, what do you make of it? Go ahead. You know, listen, I I just don't think – I think we're getting the same thing. You know, I I am someone I want to see us run more. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think we're we're stuck in this pattern of – of Lurie and, you know, wanting a certain type of, he wants a certain type of, 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 he wants to run his team in a manner where he has, you know, look, he can't tell Vic Fangio what to do in Boston. Well, he can, he can do anything he wants to do, but it, but it won't, but it won't be smart to. And I don't think Jeffrey Lurie intends to, I don't. I listen, I, I, I just, you know what, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm just not thinking that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling it guys, you know, and, and the, and the thing that hurts that, you know, it's more turnover. Regardless of who you get, when you have turnover, it's it's you know. Listen, let me, Patrick. Let me tell you, Patrick. Let me tell you something about turnover. Turnover can be good, and turn. Look, I'm not feeling it a ton on the Eagles either. Let me be very clear. You know, the but, Lions don't have any turnover at offensive coordinator. Exactly. Their offensive coordinator staying Thank put. You, John. Yeah, the guy who was up for all these head jobs didn't have he the could. greatest NFC Championship game. Ben Johnson. I got you. He's staying put. Their offense will not yeah. skip a beat. Their offense will start the season ahead of where they finished it last year because of that. Well, fact. Patrick, give me an answer for what didn't fit. Um, OJ's glove. OJ's good glove. Answer. Except yeah. it wasn't OJ's wow. glove. Wow, strong. So how about right. that? But, but that that yeah. is a good answer. OJ's glove. Two one five five nine two. That's really good. Ninety four ninety four. Up ahead. Uh, what Nick Nurse said after the game. We'll get to that. We'll rock all your calls on all these topics. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, it's 94 WIP. The big game calls for an epic party, and that's exactly what BetMGM's big game bash is delivering. Here's your chance to see country superstar and two-time CMA Entertainer of the Year, Luke Combs, on Saturday, February 10th in Las Vegas. Are you ready to get in on the action? Join them at the Chelsea inside the majestic Cosmopolitan for an epic performance. Only a limited number of tickets are available for this exclusive event, so download the BetMGM app to get your tickets now. It's the most exciting Sunday in sports, and BetMGM...
right, Jetta Cameron, John Rich, it's 94 uh, WIP. Ruben Amaro will join us coming up at 7 o'clock today. We'll get Ruben's thoughts on everything going on in the Philly sports scene, including, of course, Ruben as a general manager had to, you know, manage players with injuries and to play them, to not play them. Ryan Howard being a notable example, obviously, when, when the big piece was trying to come back from the torn Achilles after 2011. And so, you know, that's a big part of a general manager's job, you know, and Joel Embiid. I mean, there's a lot of people who think that the Sixers flat out messed up yet again last night. I mean, I, I see it kind of different because I view it as a situation where, first off, when he got injured, it was a completely different injury. Had nothing to do with anything he was laboring through with the game. I mean, a, a massive human being that's like six foot whatever, nine or ten, fell on his knee. And that can damage a guy's knee, and that's bad luck. So you got that part. Plus, I appreciate what I tend to think was going on out there, which is both the athlete and the head coach saying, hey, let's and, – and maybe the general manager saying – Let's let's push, push you well to try to learn through. how to move through injury, how but, to play through injury. Yes, yes, and and I agree. He needs to work on that part. But when I saw his body fail, you know, it when, was strange. When, whenever that clip came, I, I think it was the end of the first quarter yeah. or the beginning of the second quarter, where he tried to gather and jump, and his body just didn't leave the ground. Did not leave the ground, and, is, and and fell on the ground. Yeah, that is that that's that's time to throw the towel in. That's time to say, Joel, appreciate the effort. You did do everything you could to get back out here, but man, we, we have to protect you. We, we have to do the smart thing for the season purposes yeah. and, and, and get you right. So there's a lot of ways to go here with this conversation. There's a, there's a part of this conversation we really haven't even gotten to yet that, that bears getting to. And it's part of today's Twitter poll question of the day, which is brought to us by Armin Chevrolet the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It starts at only $21,495. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. So I think a lot of people will remember there was very heavy criticism. And let me stand and say my hand in the air. I was one of them, very critical, of Joel a couple days ago when he did not play against the Denver Nuggets and, and Jokic. And, and now we see that clearly he had been affected. Of course, he had, you know, gotten banged up in that prior game. I think that was Indiana or so. I forget who that was. But he had gotten banged up. You know, then he, then he did not play versus Denver. And so here's today's Twitter poll question. Was the criticism of Joel Embiid a few days ago for not playing against Jokic, Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, was the criticism unfair? Yes or no? I mean, let's be real. Most of us criticized him. Were we wrong? I mean, you know, and by the way, you can be of the mindset he should have played last night, should have played last night, but seeing that he was labored, it makes sense that he had not played whatever it was three, four, five days before that in Denver because, I mean, clearly he wasn't, like, not banged up to some extent. I mean, the view the view of the situation, you go back a couple of days ago, was – over the weekend, oh, he didn't play against Denver because no one else could play against Denver, and he was just like, and they were just like, oh, let's just let him sit it out. Let's not waste a Joel game. And right. I mean, sometimes well, we, they, they but, have some ownership of this because of what went, how it went down in sat, Saturday night in Denver. Because in what regard? In all indications, he was playing. I mean, until that's, he, until of him he, not being, but until he warmed minutes. up, he may have found something in his warm up process that said, "I don't feel right." But that's what I'm saying is that's where all of the questions came from. No, I know, but would you was, acknowledge that he may have not felt oh, right? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But we I'm all saying came that's crashing where, down on yeah. him. You know, so I mean, this is a situation where sometimes we, in my opinion, have got to turn, you know, the view on ourselves as fans and say, "Were we wrong?" Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, I was wrong. I mean, I blasted the guy for not playing 
I didn't go where Kendrick Perkins did and call him a coward. But, like, I was extremely critical of Joel Embiid. I feel like an idiot. I do. I do. Yeah. I feel bad about it. Well, I really it, do. And, and, and anyone, uh, we should feel feel bad. Uh, the the optics of the whole thing, it, it's been expressed a, a thousand times. It was awful. Four times in a row, you go to Denver right. and you don't play against the guy but two of them, winning he, the MVP but the, again, the years that you don't win it. Two of those times, he was out for eight consecutive games. So you got to yeah. put that in a, yeah. in a, in the, you know, there was only two times he wasn't there in was the midst of a true injury. Substantial stuff. 100%. Right. Yeah. He wasn't ducking and running as the, the, the narrative right. suggests at times. It, it was purely circumstantial on a couple of on occasions. On a couple of occasions. Which yes. compounds how it looks bad. I agree which with compa- that. Which is why I think, in part, he was out there on the court See, last night. That is possible. He may have played because of the criticism. And he's like, all yes. right, people aren't believing in me. Yes. And so now I got to go play. And it's like, a shame, but that's where we are. And, and you know, it is a shame, but it's also good. And it's also something he needs. And he needs to be tougher. But when you see him out there and you see his body give out, you got to save him from himself. That's, when, that, that's time to throw the towel in. You know, I'm so convinced the gods, and I don't even think the gods exist, but I am convinced that the gods are just, they're just, killing all of us as Sixers fans because of the process. It's like, it's, oh. it's the God's revenge. I, I'm not saying the process wasn't a smart course of action, I mean, but they are just, it's like the Sixers just can't catch it. Joe, break. you know what the problem is can't with, with Embiid is, so we're dealing with this now. Oh my God, he might be injured. Now say it's just a minor thing, misses a couple games. You and I both know on February 18th, he will play in the All-Star game. I don't know that. I don't know. Last that. year, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time off and get my uh, get my body right. Maybe, maybe not. We'll say, we'll say. I mean, there's also that 65 game rule for MVP. Maybe we'll, we'll say. All right, let's go to the phones. Where do you stand in all this? Eagles as well. We're gonna get to what Nick Nurse said after the game. Let's talk to Andrew, calling from the great town of Jim Thorpe. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Joe. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Um, so I got a bone to pick with you. Yes, sir. Um, so you were saying. Uh, I don't know, like a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. um, you were saying Andy Reid Appreciation Day. Yeah, I'm wearing that shirt next week, man. I'm pulling it out. I'm ready well, to. I'm ready to go. I I gotta say, man, we're we're not doing that. <laughs> well, I have noticed not exactly the the greatest support around the station for it. So I'm not. I'm not exactly of the mindset that it's more likely to happen than likely. Doesn't mean I'm not an appreciator, Andrew. I mean, Andrew, yeah. you got the same name as him. How can you not? I mean, my God. This guy, I mean, John referenced, he was a little tongue-in-cheek earlier, you know, greatest coach ever, but he's amongst them. He's amongst yeah. them. I Yeah, that's absolutely a fact. I mean, like, a- Andrew, do you, like, Bill Belichick just got whatever, canned or walked away, whatever the heck it was. No one's hired him. Dude, if Andy Reid was available to be hired, and there were six teams that didn't have a coach, he would be hired in one minute. One minute he'd be hired. Now you'd have the Rooney rolling have to get through that. But I'm just saying, he'd be hired so fast it wouldn't be funny. And you, I mean, yeah. come on, right? Yeah, no, yes. you're, you're absolutely factual. I mean, and by the let's... way, and by the way, Andrew, if Jeffrey Lurie yeah. could whack Nick Sirianni and get Andy Reid back, I guarantee he would. I guarantee you he would. I'd, I'd say like uh, somewhere between 125 and 150 percent. Correct. Correct. Like, I mean, 
Now, that's not to say he doesn't have his flaws, and that's not to say he did everything right here because he didn't. He made mistakes. I get it. Believe me, man, I pulled my hair out too. The linebackers, the wide receivers, not running the ball, the clock mismanagement, the, the, the chokes in big games. I mean, I get it, man. Believe me, I'm not a dummy. I saw it too. I was there in 02 when they lost to Tampa. I was there in 03 when they lost to Carolina. I remember walking out of that stadium. I remember it. But, man, I'm not going to just act like the guy's a chump and not have appreciation. He's one of the great coaches of all time. By the way, that means in any sport. Andrew, give me an answer. What didn't fit? Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly and? The Philadelphia Eagles. There you go. That's well done. <laughs> do you know he's trying to get back into the NFL? I do know that. Yep. Raiders is uh, the place that he's apparently targeting. I find it weird because I would think he would make a lot more money as a college football yep. head coach than an offense coordinator. But, look, Chip Kelly and the Eagles are a pretty good answer. I mean, it fit for – I'll tell you what, for, for a year and three quarters, it fits spectacularly. I mean, I was on the chip train. I mean, let's be real. We were almost all on the chip train. I got to give credit to my guy, Michael Bradley. I'm good friends with Michael. You, you know, might know Michael College and, and, and uh, hoops and, and, um, and college basketball expert. And me and him used to do an Eagles pregame show together for years with, with Trot. And Michael, even in the good days, was saying, I'm telling you, this thing's going to take a downturn. It's going to take a downturn. It's, this thing's not right. And like 90, James, what percent of the town was in on Chet? 99? Yeah, maybe like 98. Something like that. It was close. It was unbelievable. We had there was a, like a two percent who were like he's a snake oil salesman, and they said it from the jump, and they kept saying it. Remember that? <laughs> that was yeah. the phrase that kept getting used. So there was a small portion, but but almost everyone. All right, let's listen to Nick Nurse after the game. So there's a lot going on here. Let's start with the decision to play him before the game. This includes the question that was asked last night. What were the conversations in in clearing him to play tonight yeah. in general, and, and yeah. how? Did he feel before before that play yeah. happened? How was he feeling? How was he doing? Yeah, so obviously medical cleared him. Uh, Joel obviously is a big part of that. He said he was feeling good. Um, I, you know, he said he's more a little rusty and and he'd been you know hadn't been on the court for for five days, um, but he said he felt good. You know, one thing we have seen with Joel before when he comes back from injury, and John, I wonder how this factored in during the game to continue to play him when he comes back. He has extensive history of not looking right and needing to play through it in order to then eventually look right a week or two later. Like mm. He has started but seasons. But that's been with weight and shape but, in but, the past, hasn't it? I mean, yes, but it's been conditioning, a, little bit, a little bit of everything. Than anything? I would agree more conditioning, but, I mean, I remember the start of seasons, and I believe it was the start of the last season, 2022, mm-hmm. 2023. Yeah, right? Like, I remember he started slow. Then he won the MVP, but he just has – it's like he's got a it's, – it's like he's a toy that needs to be wound up in order to then fully function. And so I wonder, were they trying to just keep moving him through? Let's also listen to Nurse about during the game because obviously during the game didn't quite look right. Um, he was asked, did you think about taking him out during the game? Here's what he said. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, we discussed it a couple times. He, he continued to say he felt good, and um, so we went with that. Yeah, the medical said he was good, and Joel said he was good, so we just kept, kept going with that. I mean, listen, John, maybe Nick Nurse should have overrode the whole situation, but I will say this. If you're the head coach, player's telling you he's good. Medical's telling you he's good. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they can't be wrong. Medical mm-hmm. can be wrong. Player can be dumb. Player can be pulling a Carson and be – like, just playing when it's not time to play. That does happen. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But Nick Nurse is hearing from the player and the medical staff. He's okay. Yeah, it makes it tricky. Them. Makes it really he is tricky. Yes. Uh, but it, 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 no, it ceases to be tricky when 
whenever that play was, whenever that the, the end half. of the first quarter, the first beginning half. of the second quarter, yeah. when he tries to jump and his body cannot function, when he can't do what he tells his body to do, that's when you that's when you call it. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I, I get I do get your point. Nick Nurse also talked about the recent criticism that he had not played, obviously most notably against Jokic and Denver, and whether that factored in to the decision to choose to play versus Golden State. These last couple of days, a lot of commentary about Joel and, and his desire to play, and he's, he's gotten called out a lot after the Denver game. Do you feel like any of that is, is, has impacted his decision-making process as he tries to push and, and be out yeah, there? Yeah, so, I, you know, I can't, again, speak for that. I just think that, again, we're going to do – all the things that are that are necessary and that they've been doing for the whole time he's he's been playing here, right? Like he they, he's got these checks. He gets to this point, medical's good. They check him again. He says he's feeling good. He even said he felt good in the game tonight. He said we, you know, again relating to that, he just said he felt like um, he wasn't quite playing like his normal self, but he thought that was just more rust and rhythm than it was anything else. Look, you be the judge. Mm. You're hearing the coach. I mean, if you saw the game or saw the clips, what do you make of it? And, I, and, we, and, and here's the big thing of all. We, we await the news, and it likely won't break during our show. I mean, they're out west. It could be later today. It could be tomorrow. It could be over the weekend. How long? He's clearly going to be out for some period of time. The question yeah. is, is it a week? Is it a month? Is it a season? Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, I think you can tell a difference it, it, when when you watch that game, uh, when he sat the first time, yep. when Joel went out of the game and then came back in, I do think you can tell he looked a little bit rickety. You know, he looked like he cooled down, and that's which a real, makes a lot of sense. And that's a real thing for a player, right? I'm no sure you've, question. Ex- you've experienced that. Oh, yeah, yeah. especially as you get older. Yeah. You need longer to warm up, and you need to stay warm longer. You need to do more things to keep active, yep. to keep the juices flowing, so to speak. He looked, he looked tight. He looked like he was feeling it after he sat last night. All right, let's go to... That makes total sense. Let's go to the phones on all this. Where you stand on this, Joel, thing? Did the Sixers mess up yet again, or is this just purely bad luck? Let's get to T. He's calling from Wilmington, Delaware. Hi, T. Hey, Hammer, Richie Rich, the pleasure is all on my side of the phone. No, it's not, T. The pleasure's all right here, and maybe with Joe. T, it's only Richie. It's only Richie and your pleasure. For me, it's tremendous displeasure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hammer you are the man let well, me tell you i had i'm really I, I just not wanted to run I, I had two questions one one eagles question and one specifically for richie um do you think the new hirings of the oc and dc let's say they go three and five you think they might make a change of head coach yeah number one i yeah I mean, yeah, sure. Certainly possible. I mean, you, you got you got Bill Belichick out there. You got Mike Vrabel out there. And they you were got talking Pete Carroll. And you got two co- and you got two coordinators that could take over. Mm-hmm. True that. I mean, you, it's it's not like you got two. But I'd rather go Bill Belichick. No, I get than... it. But you get my point. It's... I mean, it's not it's not like you have. I mean, look, Kellen Moore's young. I would say Fangio's probably the more likely guy to take over if they went in season 
in-house. You think they would go defense? It that, makes I yeah, I could just see having an adult I who's, I think they, I don't who's think they go defense. No, but I'm talking about interim. Matter. Interim head coach. Okay, sure. Older guy, better chance than younger guy. Yeah, you're just trying to get through the season. And if you go to an interim coach, it's because things went bad. And yeah. Fangio's you know, and I been a head coach. It's a it's a to just get the ship to the end of the season. Correct. Situation. Everyone Correct. remembers that that Kellen Moore interviewed for the head coaching job, right? Like everyone knows, yes. Kellen Moore was yes. one of the people against Nick Sirianni. That's right. Who lost? Who lost out? By the way. Yeah, he lost out. Yeah. But he was, you know, four years in a row, a very, very, uh, you know, talented and touted offensive coordinator Can I ask you a in question? Dallas. He was Nick Sirianni, like right alongside of him. You know, waiting in line outside Jeffrey Lurie's office to get, to go in and talk right. with Alfrey. I like. Doesn't anyone like? This competition thing is great, but this really is a charged situation here. Well, it is. Listen, I have a question for you, John, after T's point. T, give, give me your other question you have for Richie. What is it? Richie, yeah. this is this – is, uh, you have a Bronco. Yeah. I have a Bronco. Right before Christmas, you ran over a puddle and it stalled. Mine did too. Wow. What, what was – how did you remedy that situation? It was because, the fuel line. Yeah, mine was too. Yeah, what the heck is going on, man? I don't know. What is there? Shouldn't be there some kind of splash guard? I mean, this thing should be running through, <laughs> through, through walls. I, yeah, I thought so. I, I thought. <laughs> but, what a but, ringing endorsement for Broncos. See, see every once a, in a while, it's like the Death Star. The, the, there's that one little like, it was the perfect <laughs> shot. It was the perfect shot. I, twice. Just, I drove it off the lot for a week. Oh. oh, T. All right, T, good call here. What's give a great me, vehicle? Otherwise. T, give me someone or something that didn't fit. Square peg in a round hole. Oh, there you go. <laughs> T, good call, pal. All right, so let me ask you a question, John. And this has been bugging me ever since we heard Kellen Moore might get hired by the Eagles and subsequently did get hired by the Eagles. I will ask this question. Why isn't he the Cowboys' offensive coordinator? Why isn't he yeah. the Chargers offensive coordinator? They didn't like him. And why shouldn't I be bothered by that now that I'm supposed to have <laughs> well, the Well, the Chargers changed out? coaching staff. Yeah. That one's easy. Well, I don't Coach know if it's get... easy, easy. But it's, like, how, how rare is it that a coordinator stays in a coaching staff? I understand. Jim Harbaugh gets to pick his coordinator. And he didn't so want... that one's easy. The okay, Cowboys but, one is but, a better question. But, James, he didn't want Kellen Moore. Sure, man. Right? I, d- I don't think that's a rip I mean, on Kellen Moore. Are, I think I mean, Jim it, Harbaugh wanted his guy. Jim okay. Harbaugh's going to call plays. Okay, but, like, but all the, that. He doesn't need Kellen Moore. Okay, but the Eagles never get rid of Stoutland when they change Kellen coaches. Kellen Moore might not have wanted to stay there because he couldn't call plays with Harbaugh. Like, there's a million different okay. things on this. John, I, why, why isn't he the Cowboys coordinator, and why shouldn't I be bothered by that? Well, he's not the Cowboys coordinator because things went their way. Because they canned him. staffs change. <laughs> well, McCarthy wanted to call plays, They too. canned him. They McCarthy wanted to call plays. James, did they can him? I guess, sure. Okay. This offensive coordinator, Kellen, Kellen Moore, like just w- when you read up on the way the fan base has felt about Kellen Moore in Dallas and out there in Los Angeles with the Chargers, they they like the, the scheming. They like the smarts. They don't like that he's so one-dimensional. Like he is a pass-the-ball kind of guy. He is a quarterback-friendly yeah. offensive coordinator. I just, I just, look. Doesn't that make sense that that's what Jeffrey and and Howie would prefer? It makes sense for what they often want to do. If they were asked, does that actually make sense? That's (laughs) the the thing that's crazy. The thing I don't understand is is they tell us, they tell us sometimes when when it's nitty gritty time, look at the way we build in the trenches, look at our identity. 
But then if if you ask them, what is our offensive identity? Are we a running football team or a passing football team? I think the front office would say passing. I think the players would say passing. I think the players have said passing when we've asked them, what's your identity? We're a passing Well, team. I think we know their identity really started when they got good again by running the football, and they got away from that this year, at least from an effectiveness standpoint. And and when they did, the passing game then struggled. 215-592-9494. Ruben Amaro, he joins us next. This Joel Embiid situation, his perspective from what was obviously a general manager chair for many years in Philadelphia sports. We'll get to that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 